Hello, I am Bruno Catala. I am the game designer of King Domino, which just won the Spiel des Jahres. And you are listening to Seven and Hands. It's Seven Detective, a game that asks you to keep your backside hidden unless instructed otherwise. Detective, a game that asks you to play as a greater whole. Detective, a game whose first character is called Kurt Bloodholes. Bloodholes? It's tough <laughs> not to string these facts together in a cheeky pod intro, but I think I might have done exactly that. Oh, oh yes, yep, yep. This is Sevenland Hand. Detective, a modern crime board game, is a cooperative, iPad-punching, story-driven deduction game from Portal Games. It was released in 2018 and is a game for two to four players with up to three hours of case-solving free time. Detective was designed by mathematical madmen. Oh, boys, stay with me. Give me some help, <laughs> folks. Uh, I'm going with... Pressiemslav. No, Pressiemslav. Le- le- leave it to the expert, yeah, Matt. I can screw Pressiemslav. I would go for <laughs> Pressiemslav Reimer, Ignacy Trevacek, and Jakub Lapot. This is not my Lucy Zelich moment. I will not get a job on the SBS. <laughs> Detective has. <clears throat> Hasn't had time to win any awards yet, but it has promised to get down to the bottom of why not. God damn it. Uh, The game's elevator pitch reads as follows. In a world of modern crime, it takes both old school skills and advanced technology to solve the case. Detective, a modern crime board game, is a fully cooperative, immersive detective experience. This is a game of wits and deduction, a full game night experience. A single game session can last up to three hours or more. It's also rules light, meaning that the most powerful tool at your disposal is your team, your imagination, and your own mind. In this challenging, story-driven game for one to five players, didn't I just say something different? Two to four. Okay, they say one to five. Let's go with them. (laughs) A story-driven game for one to five players. You will play as a group of Antares National Investigation Agency members. You are going to tackle five different cases and solve them in order, each of them affecting the next. Together, they will form a campaign that will put your skills to the test. If you're looking for a modern detective simulator, this game is the game for you. Mm. Uh, one disclaimer before we proceed. Ignacy Trevacek is not actually mad. However, in researching the backstory for Kurt Blutholes, he read the biographies <laughs> for Matthew Blanus, <laughs> Colin Blasshole, and Samuel Blushithole. But what does it all mean to gamers? Samuel Blushithole is my favourite. <laughs> But uh, what does it all mean to gamers? Not detecting modern crimes, but rather busting modern rhymes. It's MC Maddie Matt Mikhail Cal. Uh, you have to wonder whether that's where they were going when they, they put that name in there. As immediately, let's give the players a little bit of a, a jolt to begin with, a chuckle, because it's downhill from there. Well, I don't know. I imagine, <laughs> because the, the game does reference like proper Wikipedia oh, pages and stuff sure. like that. I reckon you know, it, there could have been a blood holes in the World War Two. Quite like story, and it was just... I mean, they're Polish, so that's <laughs> it doesn't sound funny to them. No, of course. But it made us chuckle for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and Good then times. all of the playing as a greater hole and keeping your backside hidden, we were going, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> it's creepy. And once you get past that, it was fine. And then Ignacy called, and I said, how did you get my number? And ah, it's a long story. <laughs> anyway, what, what geekiness has filled your last month this month? 
uh, it's gentleman. Been a relatively dry month, I have to say, because I'm knee. I was knee deep in things like reports and stuff like that, boring stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm free of that now. Hooray for holidays coming around as yeah. a teacher. And uh, so I've crammed most of it in into the last week. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So your week in your month in geek has it's literally been a week in actually geek. Actually week in geek, yeah. So what have you been up to? First things first, uh, I had a got Keyforge. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I hadn't uh, this is I going to be I've dug in. You haven't yet? No, someone asked me for a rules um lawyer question on one of the cards and I was looking at the card going, oh, I don't even know what game system that is, buddy. <laughs> we got an answer together, but yeah, it took a while. I think very unashamedly, uh mm. the rules, the the quick start rules in the box, yeah. the starter box, actually tell you to go and read the the main rules off the website. Oh, so really? you don't actually get the main rules in the box because of the fact that the cards have so many variables and different yeah. keywords and things like that. So you can get a feel for the game, but it's going to the website to start with. Yeah. And you should yeah. just do it anyway. Everyone's getting on this. It's like yeah. the, you get a, like a whole deck for a little much more than the price of a booster, really, huh? can't you? Yeah, not, not, it's not much more. I think it's like $40, $16, something like that. Okay, I think. so it's maybe two, three times the price. But well, you've you got 30-odd cards in there. So yeah. And each deck. The, the unique thing about this, this is their... Uh, unique anyone game system. Yeah. yeah. So you get to get yourself a booster that no one else in the world has. And I think that, for me, once I found out that fact, because I've been dismissing it for, for a long oh, time. Oh, that was the thing that blew everyone's mind. You just, you yeah. just buy a whole deck. You get every, every time you get a booster, yeah. it's a deck. And it's completely unique. It has its own unique name. Yeah. Some, some of them are hilarious and now banned. Like um, <laughs> Farmer of Racist, I yeah, think, was it. a racist farmer was one of the ones I heard of. Well, um, when I opened my starter box and, yeah. and my first deck that I opened, the unique one, this is called was L like, Walker. What? No. <laughs> well, how does this game know me? <laughs> L Walker, King of the Irregular Airport. <laughs> and I thought, That's yes. Not, what was the this, first? Just the letter L. L. The letter L. Oh. L Walker, King of the Irregular Airport. I thought immediately. A, sorry. Do you think there's an A, B, C, D, E, F, you threw it to Z? Walker, King of the African quite Airport. Quite likely, quite yeah. likely, quite likely. But uh, I, that alone, I think, gave me enough of a hook to say, hmm, yeah, this is interesting. I'm going to get a couple more boosters just because I want to see what stupid names they end up with. So do you know how to, like, can stupid. you rate uh, um, a deck now? Like, if you can you bust it and look straight through and go, oh, this is good? Well, no. Yeah. Well, actually, because you, they're all, everything you get, in the deck is on a little cheat card so that you can set a reference card so you can see all the cards, right? Okay. You kind of get a sense of how many rares, commons, and, and I don't know, um, uncommons there are. Yeah. Um, and immediately you look at those ones. They're probably not necessarily the rares, but the the common, the uncommons. Yeah. Because I think they sort of, the, you tend the to get more like a of a single, yeah. so you might get two or three copies of a, of a same card. Okay. And those seem to be the ones that I think they yeah. drive everything. Like like in Magic, if you, you want to play play sets of four, so and, and, it, and that's the difference between a big difference between constructed yeah. and sealed is that you 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 can get play sets of four and you get power of cards that interact with yeah. each other. So I suppose it's the same if you jag, you know, three cards that um, are, work well, yeah, and work well with the rest of the deck, you're going to yeah. have success. Well, the keywords are, are really useful because you can. 
look through I, I did scan all this i've got four unique decks now plus yeah. the starters it was the starter that i beat aaron with and i'm like oh, you it's my aaron crowning aaron. moment no, yeah aaron. i've never I, I barely beat aaron at anything yeah but uh he was he was, was actually was teaching a... me how to play ah so there you no, go no, it was no, a no, learn no, to play no, yeah no 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 and no. he let you win no 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 no. that's no, how no, that no, works. I mean, even he was impressed with this <laughs> wicked move where i was stealing all his amber that's and also that's how he couldn't beat me anyway yeah oh don't take that away from me. No, you didn't win, Matt. You didn't win. Um, but look, just scanning through these decks, I could start to see the combinations, the potential for combinations as they, as I was to play them. Because you, you have to nominate a house. You get three houses for each deck. For each turn, you nominate one house. And right. you can only play cards from that house in from your hand. Right? Oh, okay. But you can play as many cards from that house that you have in your hand. Yeah. All right, during your turn. So you can sort of see how some of them synergize and work together so you can activate other, other abilities. I'm getting and the feeling we need a whole Keyforge show, to be honest. I think so. We probably yeah. will do our own. Yeah, yeah we probably should. That'll be worth it. But um, yeah, so Keyforge, I was down on it. I, I had no. I was going, no, that's not for me. I'm not going to play that. Uh, but then I discovered the unique aspect and the whole hmm. there's not – going to be a meta game per se because yeah every deck's different. every deck's well, deck belongs key to things to keep an eye out if before we can do our podcast on it i mean you will, everyone will have heard of it but it's a mm. richard garfield game yeah it's going gangbusters everybody's in on it right now uh just jump in on it because everyone's new to it as well yeah. so everyone's firing their feet so it's not like there's a grand master out there that you've got to no. be, be scared of uh yeah you can just jump in there and start playing well that's um, the thing you could be it's, it's about learning how to run your deck efficiently and not whether who who has the best deck necessarily. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Smash Up, oh, yeah. uh, which is um, uh, a Peterson game, but uh, where you smash different tropes together and you play. It has a lot of take that element and, and ridiculous hands where you play a lot of cards and things like that. So mm. it kind of reminds me of that. But yeah. I think this is going to be one to definitely watch for the fun aspect. It doesn't take itself seriously. The cards are... Very different in, in design, so don't don't go into it expecting it to be like magic quality. No, it's Richard Guffin, things it's like that. Fantasy flight, as well. yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so it's it a whole well different yeah. art uh, art perspective. Talking about beautiful artwork, yeah. I was uh, looking at the RPG. I was scanning over RPG books the other day. I picked up there's this game. There was this book. I was wondering if you knew anything about it. Mm. It's called Overlight. I it's don't. A, D D four great. Uh, well, it, look, it's an it's called Overlight. It's yeah. a new RPG out. I think it was a Kickstarter. Yeah, and um, it was it's got a D four system thing to it because there's these massive like inch high D four box sets. But you pick up the cover of this this book and look at it when you hold it in your hands. It's just so colourful and the artwork inside is pretty decent. It was so, literally like a unicorn vomited on a box. Yeah, it was pretty much it was very yeah. unicorn style. But yeah. uh, no, it's it has a sort of a. a I don't know. I would imagine a uh, what's the word I'm looking for. A, a, I know. I'm. <laughs> Wait, I think campy. Or... I'm trying to say no. There's a sort of like a uh, like a American, yeah, you know, like a Native American kind of vibe to. Yeah, it, maybe, sure. Or something so like very that. much I a don't t- know. tribal. Maybe. maybe something like that. But I'm just well, guessing. I was looking. I looked at the cover and the pictures. You know, yeah, that's what sure. I go for. Um, yeah, no, but, I, can, I can see that. If you dive into a little bit uh, about more about it, it's uh, it, it's it's an alternate Earth future mm. sort of game. Um, when everyone's gone tribal, 
That's what, yeah, that's <laughs> well, I guess that's the way you could take it. But Zing, I got it right. Seven continents yeah. uh, sort of hang in the sky stacked vertically. Okay, do we have that now? This is after yes. global warming. This is this is what's going to happen. I believe it's after it's it's the next uh, time the Mormons say the world's going to end. Oh, I think know that's everything gets hotter, everything rises. The continents go. We'll be in on that too. <laughs> yeah. Must be terrible earthquakes between now and then. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess it's it's an Earth's past. So it's alternate Earth uh, Earth's past. Sorry, I said future, but I meant kind of past. Where. High, I don't know whether to call it high fantasy or anything or, or low fantasy, you know, which is <laughs> high, high fantasy is like magic, like lots and lots of lots of magic. Yeah, yeah. Low fantasy is more medieval sort of. That's what yeah, you know yeah. generally. So I, I don't quite know where this sort of sits in that in the, this stage. It's by Renegade Games, actually, oh, who you might remember from such pretty games as uh, Lotus. Yeah, which we did. And, yeah. yeah. So I think... They've, they, that's, it's, it's very much similar to that, similar sort of art style, yeah. whereas Lotus was just pink uh, and yeah. white. <laughs> this has gone for all the colours, but yeah. it seems to be the same sort of vibrant, you know, really grabs, it jumps out off the off the shelves. You know, you see this in the bookshelf. I, I don't know, it could be, could be something to look out for. Definitely uh, looking at it now, mm. and as I was fairly new to me as well, uh, having a look, I, I'd like to see if I can get my hands on a quick start or something like that and, and mm. uh, give it a go. Has Renegade I mean, done an RPG before, do you know? Uh, not to my knowledge. No. So it's this could be their first one. Uh, it's a role-playing game of kaleidoscopic journeys. So okay. that, just to clarify it. Then, that, yeah. Just to clarify that because that tells you everything yeah, right there. Uh, it gives you a reference to against all the other kaleidoscopic journeys yeah. that you've done in the past. That's it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you should, whenever you play RPGs, you should play on LSD or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, Maybe I think this cover already provides with the LSD. <laughs> Maybe if you lick the you cover. Yeah. yeah. It definitely looks like that. It looks like something, yeah. So don't take my, you know, go and have no. check it out. The art style is very different, uh, and I think it's something that that's worth a look simply because... It, it is very different. Tales of the Loop is another one. Just caught my eye. That's the yeah. reason why I bring it up. You know? Well, yeah. in, Tales of the Loop did the same thing for that when that came out on Kickstarter for me. Uh, the art style was very different. It was uh, it sort of had that uh, feel Stranger Things plus Ooh, is it fantastic. RPG? Yeah, yeah, as an oh, RPG, yeah. Sweet. Um, that I think was all about that that 1980s vibe. Yeah. Where uh, you're you're going through alternate history? We've talked about this, haven't we? Yeah, we like, have. We in, have. So, in, the, in the eighties, it felt like proper miserable. But now, even now, I'm starting to fall for the lie of when you look back at it, it's like, oh, that was pretty cool, man. Look yeah. at all the, the Lamborghinis and the and the colourful clothing and the crazy hair. That that looked neat. I mean, imagine people. But at the time, I was just like, <laughs> oh, this sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I was too young. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't see a lot of the 80s. I was at high school. I was, I was, you know, I was throwing sand bundies at the sides of burnt out buildings. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I did. Yeah, there's a lot of burnt um, out buildings in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, speaking of throwing bundies around, uh, mm. Monster, King who's Kong. pretty good at that, my um, Croxagore Blood Bowl uh, oh, player yeah. of note. He's yeah, a bit of a Blood bruiser. Team. Yeah. Are they still going? They're not all, they're not all injured and on no, the sidelines? No, no, no. season's finished now. They've moved yeah. on to Greener Pastures. Retire, uh, Monster has retired. 
Okay. Uh, you'd be pleased to know that uh, he I did, moved I'd never on. heard of this character before. He, he's got a book deal, basically. Oh, and so, yeah, he's writing his memoirs. Or rather, he's ha- having someone he, write his memoirs. Can you remember anything after Well, that's the thing. It's, yeah. Uh, I think it's called something, something like My, My Life with the glass jaw or something like that because he spent most of the time on the bloody deck. Oh. Um, but anyway, I painted him or been painting him. So he didn't get painted until after no. he finished playing. <laughs> it's my secret shame. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, over the last... We've been doing a bit of a painting challenge, uh, A Tale of Four Painters, with, you know, Dan B and, and Kieran and... Mm. Um, I've been following it on, on yeah, the uh, and Facebook Kai, page. Yeah, So we've been doing that and it's got to the end of the month and we've sort of showcasing what we've done. Mine got put off, put off, put off, put off. But then in the last couple of days, I finally managed to get some so paint. So now he's got paint on him. Surely you want to bring him out of he retirement. Has. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, he's getting a bit long in the tooth. But uh, no, that one is destined to be for recycled. Daniel Watson, Daniel K. Watson. He was the guy that suggested the painting scheme that I use. And as, oh, I, right. as I said, back, way Are back you going to give it away? You're I'm going to give it away. So, yeah, I'm putting all this effort oh, into so it, so painting it up nice, and then I'm going to give it away. But, you know. It's up to Daniel to bring him out of retirement. Well, that's it, yeah. Maybe it'll inspire him to uh, build his own uh, yeah. lizard man team and Sweet. take him to glory. But that's, that's all I've been up to. I haven't really been watching much. Uh, I dug I'm, out Firefly again. Oh, yeah. I have trouble with that. I can't get into it. I've tried. But also, my wife put me off of it because we started to watch it. And I think I've seen all of them. And then I tried mm. to watch it again with my wife. And she was like, oh, and I'm not getting into this. So we stopped watching it because, you know, it has to be a, a democratic thing. <laughs> and... Uh, and then I, I don't know, I just didn't seem, I just, you know, when you don't love it as much as everyone else loves sure. it. And that's why I, so I feel like, yeah, I don't love it as much as everyone else loves it. So I don't feel like I'm going to be able to get there. Mm. Hence, I, I bail too early. I did finish Sons of Anarchy and I touched on this in the last pod. It's a train wreck at the end and it just gets painful. <laughs> it's totally like, it's totally days of our lives. I think I said, again, I said this on the really? last pod. Yeah. Fiona said to me, my wife said to me, this is like days of our lives after about season somewhere in season three. And every episode after that was just like going, my God, this is just like a daytime. Because so. that's what you want in your outlaw motorcycle gang. Yeah. Uh, oh, this series. is the new news though. So I was, so I was full scale to slagging off guy. This wouldn't happen. This is unrealistic. <laughs> this is bullshit. Da da da. And then I found out that there's uh, on the um, Sons of Anarchy drinking game. They made a joke about it. Uh, you took a drink every time Happy got more than four or five words, <laughs> and it's funny when you watch out for that because yeah. it's a great for funny drinking game stuff. Because they oh, have you got a minute? You know they're always saying that. And Happy, he never gets to say shit, right? Mm. Um, he's on there and he only gets a few, and he's got a very sort of flat effect the whole time. He's just like, yeah, I do that. <laughs> Are we going, boss? Back to TM, all that sort of stuff. That's all he says, but, you know, hours apart. Turns out he was an actual... He was an advisor for the show because he was an actual hell's angel from the Oakland Charter. Right. Which has thrown everything out of the window because I thought there's no way proper bikers, bikies, I don't know the difference, um, would behave like this. (laughs) But he's on the show. If it was not legit, he'd be going, this is garbage, you know? It can't be all... I mean, surely it can't be all... uh like portrayed in the media, you know, uh, fights and crime and all that. So these guys, surely they've got to have downtime where it's yeah, just, there's no we downtime. Just wanna, and sons you know, of I just want to read a book. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go and collect drug money. I want to just sit down and read the greatest gift Tolstoy that sons of anarchy gave to me was I watched seven seasons and I was like, uh, I was glad it was <laughs> over. Greatest gift. 
were, were like, let's go see what Katie Seagal was like in Married with Children because I just want to see her say, oh, ow, you know, and trot around <laughs> on her high heels. And we started watching some of that stuff on YouTube. Oh, my God. We were just crying with laughter. That was just the best. So now I feel like there's a, a Married with Children box set in my near future because it's just you just can't make shows like that. Some of the shit they were saying was just like, whoa, man, that's rich. You know, it's just – it's it's uh, yeah, Could totally not PC. Married with Children, the RPG. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, so I'm watching Altered before. Carbon now, which I've watched the first ah, three episodes. Yes. And that has um, all of the topless women that um, sons you expect <laughs> Sons of Anarchy to have, but it doesn't. Uh, that's just like every five seconds is just someone's, you know, there's like a clock ticking. It's like it's been, it's been 15 seconds. Yeah. We haven't seen anyone topless yet. Okay, come on. Get, you, get in here. Yeah, that's that's um, it's quite good. I, I really enjoyed that series. Actually, I'm not going to spoil it for no, you. No, I but, don't. Everyone, uh, everyone is saying I keeps pinging up, you know, like on Facebook yeah. or whatever. My friends are going, "No, oh, I just finished Alter Camp. Really love it. That's great sci-fi. Great sci-fi. Love it." So I was like, mm, "I better give it another try." Because I watched the first episode a while back. Yeah, yeah, and I, I remember you didn't feel that it grabbed you the first time, but a lot of things don't. Grab it could be you. the democratic system. I, I think Fiona doesn't <laughs> like sci-fi as much. Well, she doesn't like sci-fi as much as me, and she might have given it a thumbs down. Mm, I love uh, the premise behind it. The, the, I love the, the whole the women stacks women thing. That, that was, oh yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, that's know. what I meant to say. The, the stack. <laughs> well, they call sleeving. You know, yeah. uh, where you can just download your consciousness to another body, and and, and if you're I, super I, rich, really you have backups. Yeah. but nobody can afford that except yeah, that's for it. a few people. Oh, right. yeah, it's worth it. Anyway, let's get out of this. We've got a detective, a modern crime board game to talk about mm. today, so um, we can geek. Yeah, we're uh, going to try and solve a crime here on uh, here on the podcast, and ooh, that crime yeah, is why this will be no spoilers. Though we're not going to do spoilers. Nope. This is a game that could be spoiled. Uh, we're not going to do that for you. Uh, so we'll be we'll be back after this to tell you about it. <laughs> Advert. Win, detective, a modern crime board game by commenting on the Facebook page for this show, episode 134, at facebook.com forward slash sevenlandhand. Sevenlandhand. Every month, I mean every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special, on the offer, uh, a special offer on the gaming review. This month it will be Detective, a modern crime board game. And you can also, being a Sevenland handless, they get 10% off Detective, a modern crime. That sounds like a crime. Yeah, it is ten percent off. It's it's not a full discount. As well, that would be criminal. Yeah, that's true. But ten percent off. Woo! That's a deal. Um, you can get this at every modern board game store outside of Poland because Ignacy has been on the line. Something to do with there not being a good games in Poland. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> now, get your Antares sleuthing web fired up and get to the nearest good game store. Get a copy of Detective and Modern Crime Board Game and state to the take-no-nonsense police chief or good game staff member this month's password. The coffee's still hot. That's for all of December. The coffee's still hot. Leading up to Christmas. Woo! That's while stocks last and now is the rest of the show. Detective. Games Review. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. This is, um, so we're doing Detective, a modern crime board game. I can't stand it when these games have long names because I've got to type it in the, into, uh, you know, like the name True. of the, over and over and over again. I have to type it like a million times. It's, it's <laughs> exhausting. I like a you game. You put in Detective and it just comes up with so many different things. I like a game like, the, just, mm, thus, mm. ah, but anyway, Bzz. we're doing Detective, a modern crime board game. Mm. Let's just call it Detective. Detective. Uh, Dick. 
Let's just call it, yeah, well, no, let's just call it Detective. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so basically what's the, what's the narrative of, of this game? Where are we at, Matt? What, what are we looking at? Okay. What are we doing? Well, as players, we're employed uh, by an organization called Antares, who is the most uh, high-tech investigation agency newly formed to work for the FBI. Ooh. Yeah. So and we're under the pump. Mm-hmm. We're going, we, we need to show that we're worthwhile. That's it. So yeah. uh, newly formed, yeah. uh, drawn from police agencies, investigation, like private investigators, corporate security, forensic, blah, FBI, blah, blah. FBI analysts. Yeah. That's it. Uh, All X. Um, so experts in our field pull together to work on cases that are otherwise unsolvable or have yet to be solved. Cold, cold cases. cases. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So we're working against the clock to it's all been uh, get these together cases by this solved. Delaware chap as well. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's not no spoilers. No, Do you get that straight. No, out he's of, in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. His name's Delaware, and he's sort of he's like the Hill Street Blues cop kind of thing at right at the beginning. You know where they, he gets everyone together and goes, "All right, yeah. everybody, stay safe out there." He's like the like mother that. hen of the uh, the of the bureau. Yeah, of is it the bureau well, of Antares? Of Antares. They, they play up the fact that it's pretty high tech, though, isn't aren't they? Because they've got everything yeah. is um, like in the descriptions within the story. Everything's shot onto a wall, uh, you know, like with a you know like a projector and everything. And yeah, big, you know. Uh, oh, but I tell you what, it's not one of those. No, stuff. no, it's not one of those. Uh, Projectors where you have the, the the piece of oh like Tom Cruise thing and you just like go and waving your arms yeah, around. Yeah, that's it. No, 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 no not like Minority not, Report. No, no, not like that. No, not yet. No, no it's that's not that a, far in the future. It's current day, right? It's like modern day. Modern day. That's mm. why it's a modern crime board game. Yeah, which is really interesting because as a modern crime board game, yeah, you're investigating cases that well, they're cold cases. Are dated. Yeah, 1960, but that's what yeah. there's something where you know you'll go <laughs> well, back Well, it's still and, a modern era, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the modern era mm-hmm. using modern crime solving techniques yeah. and you've got stuff from yeah. Like basically uh, again, we won't do any spoilers, but you you you're kicking off we are looking at a story that's originating in World War 2. Uh, so, you know, like 1945-ish. Yeah, yeah. And, and you get that in introduction, so, so that's not... But it comes all the way through to, you know, modern day, uh, how, it, how it pans well, out. Well, we believe so. Well, actually, you know, well, it it, does. it's kind of Personally. jumps, doesn't it? It jumps around the timeline a little bit because mm. there are facts as we're researching... You you and you've got a host of resources to help you research, to research. Yeah. Uh, so you jump around the timeline, investigating facts and reading files and dossiers and interviews. Uh, all of that come is delivered to you via a neat little system, which we'll mm. talk about in a moment. All right. So on the table in front of you, you have a whole bunch of character tiles initially to choose from. Uh, you can choose uh, which which. Uh, characters that you want to play and on the back of the cards there's uh someone who's more like a a, well they're all called consultants Consultants. so on on one side you've got your specialist who you play and then your consultants can are flipped and and used in in general Mm. as people that you can go and see but they all got their own special skills which allow you to do a variety of things like research uh, technology skills, perception skills, questioning, or wild skill tokens, which allow you just to cash those in for any of the yeah. skill tokens I just mentioned. They're they're the ones called Maverick, and that they've got there. They're the ones whose bodies are checking, making checks that their bodies can't cash or something. Is that what they say? Well, that's no, what they say. No, the, the wild, wild that skill was in tokens Hot Shots are, or something. Wasn't the it? tokens no. are just on the 
Like yeah. you can you can get you them, can use them as anything, and you can use them as anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and so what you have you have a game board which is which is pretty tiny really. It's it's maybe um, you know it's maybe like two hundred mil. It's more like a tracker board. It, it keeps track of where you are at any current time, yeah. uh, how much time you've got left in the game of, of in the, day. the day, and, and how many week. days. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and you uh, nominate where you are because you've got a time marker, which is a little um, wooden clock, a blue clock, and that that ticks along uh, the hours of the day. And you work between eight and four. Uh, and you've got an investigation team marker, which is a, a white car, and that just basically shows which of the five locations you could be at. Uh, you've got yeah. the lab, Richmond PD, the courthouse, um, the field work, which kind of is used for any time you go anywhere which anywhere the story else. wants you to go to that's not the other yeah. places. And then you've got HQ where you start each day. Um, down the right-hand side of the board, you've got day one through to day seven, and the case will tell you how many days you've got yeah. to play uh, to play this thing. So you've got from eight till four for as many days as it gives you. Yeah, and that's the, the limitation. So this case, you, the first case you open, uh, might only give you six days to complete, or four days, I think. Yeah, in the first one. That's the in the introduction. You get four Three days. Or four days it was. Yeah, and in one of those days, you've got to. Uh, you know, achieve certain. You, you've got something that might be construed as an interruption, but mm. um, I, I think it's uh, again it's something you have to attend an event. So, what else you've got? You've got some character tokens as well. Mm. They uh, come in the form of uh, authority tokens, which you can cash in for a variety of uh, special occasions within the that are in the case cards. Yeah, you've got stress tokens, which are. Uh, come into play when you get past four o'clock. You do any work past four o'clock and you can go from five till seven the next day. You can pull an all-nighter. But if you do that, you're going to get stress tokens. And once you get to a certain stress um, limit... Threshold, yeah. Uh, that's the end of the game. And you've got to then take the test. So we'll yeah. get to that when we're talking about how to play. And then you've got five used ability tokens, which are just little tokens that you can put on your character tiles to say, I've used my special skill token. Uh, and then you don't use it twice within the day. Uh, you can refresh it at the beginning of the next day. The other thing that you have is uh, the, the case deck. And they're real clearly set out in the box. Uh, you've got everything from case one to case five. Uh, you're basically just using the case that you're occupied by case. at that time. Although... If you do certain things within that case, you can uh, be instructed to take cards of a particular number out of that and add them yeah. to other other case files. So you've unlocked something which you're allowed to use later on, which is very cool. Um, you've got an intro sheet, the Antares Guide, just gives you a bit of, bit of background fluff, uh, the rule book, and you've got a case book as well, which sort of gives you a, a bit of a lead into the story and um, and and basically what happens at the end. Yeah, there's there's one other item which you cannot do without. You must have access to this, and that is the Antares database itself, mm -hmm. which is basically your uh, online resource to completing the cases because it, it, it contains everything from character uh, dossiers, interviews, recordings, fingerprints, uh, fingerprints DNA, DNA, all that sort of stuff. You, you cannot put, I can't stress this enough. You cannot play this game without it because the clues, a mm. lot of the information, also sort of a lot of the more, um, how do you say, the more... Well, it links the together. discussion points, uh, things that you'd be talking to your team about. Yeah, you you extract that from the Antares database, and mm. they they you're led there by the cards, of course. Mm. But then 
you take it out of the game, sort of break the fourth wall a little bit, and you discuss with each other all these things, these bits of information that you've acquired, how do they interrelate, what is actually going on here, and hopefully solve the case. It's not a game where you can fail. No. It's just a case, it's a game where you don't necessarily get all the information out. The, the Antares database, so you, we, we were using, we just had iPads out on the table, yeah. and you just access them through there. And it's not an app you have to download, it's just a nope. website, and the website will save your game. So you log in using a, you know, your email and a password, and you can <laughs> go in there, and it'll, it'll remember which cards you've looked at, which characters yeah. you've unlocked, what information you've unlocked about them. And the cool thing is, is, if you're looking for particular things, like if you get a partial fingerprint off of one thing and then a, another part of that fingerprint, it, it increases the percentage of your knowledge that somebody had touched a particular item, and that might be key to your your. Um, well, that's it. You can sort of follow the part. If you have, find, like you said, you find a fingerprint on a particular object, and then in later in the case, or even in another a future in other case, cases, yeah. You'll find a little bit more, say that maybe the same person touched this object, and then there's the link between the cases, and that's what it's all about. All of the cases are linked in some way, and they're we've, we've probably played case one and case two. Picture. We're told that there's a long term, yeah, picture, like a, a longitudinal outcome to all five cases as well. They're all interrelated in some way. Yeah. The other thing that you can access is the internet. You've got yeah. free use of the internet. And some of the cards will have the little Wi-Fi signal that tells you that, hey, if you want to go and have a history lesson or if you want to go and learn a little bit about uh, how to drywall and cover up evidence, you know, if you want to conceal a body in a wall, go and look on Google and uh, find that out for yourself. Now, we've, we sort of found that as maybe extraneous fluff which isn't necessary Correct. but it did kind of give you a vibe and it colored in give you a vibe for the story and it colored in a lot of of what was going on and made it a lot more um engrossing and, and yeah. you're into the story um i think that's one thing that we did wrong with this game <laughs> um we would start at, at say eight o'clock at yeah. eight eight thirty at night and then by you know 10 30 11 o'clock we were white because it's you know you get to think think a bit you know you're <laughs> yeah. trying to solve a crime and it was probably asking us we still had another hour to go you know it wanted us to go to 12 you know it's yeah. just three hours i'd say just grab an afternoon and just chill it does actually say that at some point. I remember yeah, it reading does. It. There, there was an interesting thing. It's in uh, the tips, hints yeah. and tips. It tells you, yeah, don't, uh, take don't your rush time. It. And I think that <laughs> is key. We were, we were rushing it just, you know, by force of, of time constraints. Every time we sat down, we did two cases. Uh, we had to push for another half an hour to an hour beyond uh, what we were, we were ready for bed is mm -hmm. what we were. Um, but that was, that was our fault. You know, I think if you crack this at one o'clock in the afternoon, just chilled with a few friends and started going through it, discussed it all, it'd be a very, it'd be a really immersive experience. It'd be really good fun. Yeah. 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 No, I a hundred percent agree with you there. The, one of the, the things that's important, I guess that is the accumulation of stress. So if you're trying to push yourself for time, it's more tempting in to the game. say in the game, it's more tempting to end your day early to get to the next day in the next set of clues yeah. rather than take that chance and, and work a little bit longer so that you can accumulate a bit of stress but get a little bit more information out because well, of the time Well, sometimes it springs it on you, doesn't it? Like it you does. Can be, remember the, the, the end of the day is at 4 o'clock and you can be at 3 o'clock and you can 
uh, decide, okay, let's, if, if you if you go somewhere, it takes you an hour to get there. Yeah, but travel time is a big factor. So, but if you're already there and you're going, all right, we've got an hour left in the day, sometimes you can go talk to the, you know, the, the clerk at the desk and she'll go hunt something out in a file for you and you have a quick read of it and you get the information, everyone's happy. But a lot of the time, they um, she disappears. She has an argument with someone. She comes back. It's not there. You got to use a skill, push it on. Yeah. Comes back. All right, it's going to be three hours. Yeah, yeah. And every single card, every single card has something to do with food. They're always what off is to that an unhealthy getting, obsession with food? Yeah, there's always you know oh you decide to go get the traditional coffee and donuts or you know there's a nice uh, turkey and and rice sandwich that you had whilst you were waiting for the and the orange juice was fresh. Freshly pressed by your your mate Nancy down at the local corner cafe, and there's all this story about all the food you're eating. Um, but it, I think that's just to cover that these things take time. Yeah, that's so it. So it can hurt. You're at three o'clock, and it says you've just spent three hours. So you've got to move your time counter time marker forwards, and then it's six o'clock at night. You've just taken two stress counters, and you're like, oh, but we've got some information. Then it's you know off. Yeah. You got to get back, pick up the kids from school, and that's not count included in the game. The worst thing that happens is you do that extra overtime and then you accumulate too much stress, it forces you to take the test maybe before you're ready. Now, this test that we're talking about, Mm, that is is within the uh, app. Yeah, the Atari's Um, app. So you say, okay, I've got to take the test. You can trigger that any time, you know, if you're super confident. Well, they call it the final report. Yeah, yeah, because you can do reports during the game to Mm. get authority. That that gains authority tokens for you, which you can then use. Um, But the final report, is is basically the test to see how much information you've got. And this is what Matt was talking about before, where there's no there's no pass or fail in this game, but there is a pass and a fail uh, because it'll give you a percentage well, score. It does, but it tells you case solved. If you get yeah. to that point, you have a general idea, and that's because the story tells you that you've solved the case. Mm. Uh, and I think that's a given. That's going to happen. But how much information you've extrapolated what sort of conclusions you've come yeah. to, those are the things that you're going to score the extra and points it's for. it's very much so like fine Sherlock details. Holmes, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Um, in terms of, I mean, but that's all paper-driven, paper where there's the main part of the story, the main part of the, the, mm. the crime that you've got to solve. And then, so there's four questions there. And there's four additional questions. And they're worth less of a percentage. Yeah. Um, and... This game doesn't make you feel as miserable as uh, Sherlock Holmes can. I, I didn't bother about feeling miserable because it said, Sherlock did this in three moves, you know, and you took 25. And you go, oh, okay, I don't care. Look, I think we said in our, in our review of that, don't worry about what Sherlock did. Just throw that part oh. in the bin. Just play it for fun. See if you can solve as much as you can. This is all um, takes place in the uh, website map. Uh, website um, app sort of uh, part of it. You, you take the test online. You just put in the answers. It's all multiple choice. Um, you know, it, it obviously it fires some questions at you and you think, oh, I don't really know about that. Should we just take a hunch? Mm. Usually there's a we don't know. We took that on a couple of occasions. Um, might be better than um, putting – because we're worried about putting something in there that was incorrect and then, you know, given the, yeah, yeah, the game, saving right. the game that we'd learnt something wrong. Um, but, that's, but that's really cool because then it just comes back and we solved both cases – the, the case one, case two, yeah. I think we got 75% on the first one and what, was it 53 oh, or something? Less than that. Less um, than 53. Did they do that badly? Goodness. Actually, I've gone back into it. I've just gone to have a look. Yeah. Um, 
don't give anything away. No, no, no. And it seems that we've got lots of, you know, could have done much better oh, yeah, yeah. than this. But we, we uh, like I said, we pushed ourselves too, too much, <laughs> didn't we? we? We were going too fast. Victory points. Yeah, the statement comes, we've got their score, and then it says, you did almost great. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, then it goes, and then it points out all the things we got wrong. I think that'll be the, um, <laughs> I think that'll be the general review for this pod. <laughs> you did almost great. Yeah, you did almost great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it breaks it down for you really nicely. So I guess how did you derive through, through you answer the questions and then the report breaks it down to see how these questions sort of interrelate and it gives you additional questions. Now you were saying that these are the things that you might not have, you know, that idea yeah. of where you, you know, the answer, it's you almost know like a who side did story it. thing. It's, yeah. yeah. You know, who did it. But you just we don't know which don't company know they worked for or what, or why. what plane they flew yeah. on to get somewhere. I'm just making these up. Motive is one of the things that you might miss out. You might be lacking. What's yeah. the motive? And then, and the game sort of says, gives you the in- indication that that's okay because case three, like sort of one, two, case three, four, and five are all yeah. going to be about the same sort of story. So that might play in later. Yeah. And I, and we did have a few occasions where we uncovered something and we took a card out and added it to. Um, uh, later cases, mm-hmm. so maybe there's in those side stories you can unlock other things which like we, which we didn't do in, yeah. in case two. It's again, I think that goes very much like the Sherlock. Like you mm. can't, it's impossible to not draw a comparison to Sherlock because taken out of the different perspectives. Uh, sorry, uh, one set in the 19th century. And twenty, sorry, the late oh, early twentieth century. century, and then this one set in the twenty-first new 21st. millennium. But they Neon. both deal with the same themes. They both deal with collection of evidence and and. Uh, but this feels much more. This feels much more intuitive to how we operate now. You know, you feel like you're jumping yeah. on the net, you're reading things here yeah. and there, you're punching things in, you're getting to do the DNA. Yeah. Sort of stuff. So that it's <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you put in a string of code. Yeah, you do. You do not. Then you get a match. Yeah. Well, actually, you do. You do put in in different codes to the the system, and it feels like you're unlocking stuff. It's it's quite neat how it unravels like that. But you know, the again, sure comes as that old world charm where you're looking at a you know a browned map newspapers. Uh, detective has a couple of lovely little um, Easter eggs about it, which we won't reveal. No. Um, uh, which, yeah, we'll just leave it like that. So that and that's really cool. And you should you probably get to those pretty quick. I think I think they're unavoidable, but it is quite it's quite neat how you come across some stuff in this game. Yeah, um, you've got the option to. Now, one of the things I said was you can play this game, but because you don't necessarily access all of the cards, you do have the opportunity to go back and try and... Yeah, you could reset re- the decks. Reset it. You can. Yeah, yeah. And you can reset the app, which takes all the, uh, yeah. the, all the things you've uh, uncovered away. So there is it. But I don't know if I'd really feel like doing that. Oh, it's one of those things where you might play a couple of cases and then come back to it and give it another crack. I think you probably do. You need to know. Do you think you need to know? Um, have a working memory of the last game that you played. You know, so if you played case one and then six months later you came back uh, and did case two, yeah. You, when you've got your notes, and you've got stuff on the saved on your um, 
on your account on the file. I don't think you necessarily need to know any like working knowledge, really. Um, no. And there was a, no. there's a few there's a few overlaps, but yeah, you that's, certainly that's interesting you certainly thought. need to keep. In much the same way, Sherlock, with the newspapers, how you were scanning back over the newspapers for future information for for future cases, right? Yeah. Same way you are relying on your recollection of events and things like that. Yes, you've got a lot of the information in front of you. You can just go and find it. But one of the things that encourages you to do is use mind maps yeah. and things like that. I didn't I – know. we didn't – you took notes. We took you definitely notes. took notes. Yeah, but and I did reference them. I, in, in case two, I was referencing my case one notes. It was all yeah. just the same – it was the same page. Yeah. So, you know, that's I, – I guess it brings a lot of elements. And that has – that has the benefit of bringing everybody sort of into the game. You've got role, clearly defined roles. Yes, you've got your investigator roles, but somebody can be using the Antares database. Mm. Somebody else is making those great notes. Uh, somebody else can be on the website at yeah. the same time. We, yep, had, we, we played it with four players, and, and two of us were on the iPad at the same time. So it you know, just updates live. Mm. Stress is a negative uh, modifier as well. So if you've got too much stress it actually comes off your final total score. Oh, yeah, right yeah, at the end it so does, So don't yeah. forget about that. Uh, I, I, I did feel all the time like I was involved in the game. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel that there was... A, I, I, at any stage, I was not immersed. There was also... There's always something to do. Uh, to, to go back over, whether it was just, oh, uh, that name's come up. Quick, I'm going to dive back into the personnel files and personal files and, and find every reference to that person uh here's some extra links i can follow that these are known associates or family members and things like that so it sort of led you further Mm. down that rabbit hole because some of them you know that it's going to be free information or you can hunt around or you can read about it if it's on the antares database it doesn't really cost you anything you can you can move around on that and that's and that's quite fun you know you yeah feel like you're included i agree this is a really clever way i think especially for say high school kids to get them into looking at historic history yeah, and, yeah. and historical facts and things like that is get them immersed in a game like this, then have them do web searches and things like that to follow up on extra information. This, this would be a perfect teaching tool. One of the things it sort of hinted that it was going to do and then didn't do, Yeah. when we started case two, it said, hey, there's a video recap. <laughs> I don't know if they call it a recap, but we went, this is great. If they'd have so what happened was it basically just says uh, you're playing modern detective, uh, detective, a modern crime board game, and you know it's going to be hard. You're in the Antares, and you got to do some stuff, and it's coming up right now. And it just ended, and there was no facts. You know, if they'd have done case one with just sort of general, I mean, they can't make it too specific because they can't tell you, remind you of everything that you've uncovered no. because everyone's experience is going to be different, but. To have that re- video recap would be a great thing to have in terms of bridging the gap if you took six months in between plays. Yeah. That would be super cool. Um, yeah. But my my big things were, like what I said, I think I think we didn't give ourselves enough time. No. And, trying, and trying to play it too late. And played it too late. And there were some things that we could have just chilled out, slowed down, had a chat about. And I still feel like we used a lot of our – we used all the hours – properly um there must be some way where you can get through more of the information because i felt like in like in case two we used up all of the hours 
but we didn't have all of the information. That's right. We didn't really get through. Uh, my, but, yeah, yeah, we still like had we were, what a third of the deck, or maybe a quarter of the yeah, deck left to explore. I felt like we were a bit vague that night. However, <laughs> um, well, the um, interesting thing there is is you could um, uh, with the stress, we 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 were taking more risks, not risks, but we found we were taking more stress to get a little bit more information out. Yeah. Simply because of the time. Because we'd learned that you can get rid of stress. And so if, when you, some cards will give you the opportunity to get rid of the stress. Yeah. And also that you should use the stress as a buffer to mm. use up extra time. So if you can, if you can use seven stress in the, in the case, you probably shouldn't be finishing that case with seven stress. <laughs> yeah, you should true. be, or, 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 you know, you should be like, you should be on six, you mm. know, you should burn into it a long way. Uh, so what I'm saying is you shouldn't end the case with zero stress. You should build up and get as close to it as possible. Yeah. Um, something that we figured out very slowly uh, was there's lots of dial- there's lots of written transcripts of conversations, yep, and that's right. all the way through this there was LSL and HSL, <laughs> and there was no there's no key as to what this meant, and we went and had to look on the internet just to figure it out. If you're playing the game, they're lie detector results, so you have got to think this is these are people that are being interviewed and they're on the lie detector. So LSL is low stress level, and HSL is high stress level. Once you know that. You realise that the answers, you know, it's flagging certain answers yeah. as something you should pay attention to. Uh, we didn't get that for quite a while because the game, the game. I don't think the game tells you anywhere. Or we, didn't. well, no, no. That's why we didn't pick it up because no. it, it didn't mention it. So we figured that. Out. But, but then we are known when to we not figured that out. thoroughly read the instructions no, as that's well. Right. That can happen. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can happen. But, um, um, no, it certainly made more sense when you did when we did realise that. So there we go. We're saving you a little bit of time. There you go. So uh, and so we don't give you anything. Other than that, we got any expansions for this coming up, Matt? Uh, I might have mentioned one earlier on. But there I is one. A, a there is one. If you go to the Antares, we didn't know about it initially, but when we went to the Antares website, there's a. It alludes to a case, a sixth case. Case file. Yeah, I saw this case on the file. on the main game on Portal War Games website as well. They said yeah. uh, I don't know if it's out yet, but you, there's definitely a case file it's six, a standalone case, which which tells me that it's not linked to, to the this overall story. story. But it looks like it's just yeah. the deck. It's called so, Suburbia. Okay, is the name of it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the one we we did it in Neats and Twos, either this this pot, uh, pot or the one before. Where there's a modern crime board game uh, is getting a uh, LA Crimes version, which is set in the 80s. And that's why we're talking about the 80s. Oh, it all comes around. It's all about the 80s. So LA Crimes, you know, it looks like a, you know, a... um, Miami Vice. Yeah, I think in Miami, but that was like, I think I said that was like, you know, set in Miami, obviously. This is like the LA NCIS version of the Florida equivalent, but set in the 80s. Yeah. So, but it would have to sort Stranger of... Things. Everyone's driving around on BMXs and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's aliens kid and solving crime basket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're the only expansion. So, and that and two of those are yet. Oh, one one's available, although we haven't we haven't seen it. But then the LA Crimes is coming out next year. Mm. There, but you've got you've got five cases now to get through. You know, and, and that's something I, I was impressed with. When, like, I love things like Mansions of Madness, but when it has four scenarios in it, yep. I feel a, bit che- a little bit cheated. Like, there's just not enough. I've just bought a big board game. It's expensive. There's miniatures. I just want more scenarios. You know, give me, give me some more. Yeah. Um, well, 
I know there's not a difference, big difference between four and five, but with five cases for this, I feel like oh, I feel like I'm, that's all right. You know, I'm going to get a good experience out of all of this. Um, you know, where well, it's, it's the it's time sudden... stories thing all over again. It's the Sherlock Holmes thing all over. Where mm. what you're doing is you're paying for an experience. Yeah, they're premium, premium cost board games, but they give you many hours oh, of yeah. continuous play. Uh, with with an, an immersive experience, and it's this is well written. It's not. It's, it there's is, no clangers in yeah. there at all. You know, it's not like we've we've played other games where we're just like, oh, you know, the the writing and it is just it's shocking. shocking. And you know, you you look at the the pack. I think the original game is is Polish uh, Polish produced. You know, it's got all the other the other names that it goes under. Yep. Are, I think other Polish ones. So you're thinking, all right, this is going to be a translation, so it could get wacky, like like uh, Time Stories does. Yeah, it does. But this, it seemed pretty seamless to me. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, like, no, uh, we're... nothing stood out. It, it was all really good. There, there's one other expansion which was available at Gen Con, which mm. is a couple of extra, uh, which is an extra investigator and consultant tile. Okay. So it was a Gen Con only release. Collectors but, only. Yeah, basically, oh, it was a pre-order bonus. Hmm. So oh, yeah, now you can't you can't go back in time to Gen Con, man. Well, it must be available somewhere. Collectors only. Makes it a collectors only item. There you go. Look, uh, hassle your local game, good games, and maybe they can. Uh, it's like the Back to the Future set for, um, for Alt Express. My God, that would be fun to have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> That's that. I think that pretty much well covers it. It was a great experience. It was very. If you love your narrative board games, which I do, yep, yeah, uh, you love spending time with people and talking to them and actually engaging with them. Yeah, I did do it with Matt, but still, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay, we coped. We got through it together. <laughs> yeah, we did. And uh, then I, I think it's not, well worth it. It wasn't necessary to do a lot of hand holding. It wasn't no. that scary. We got through it. We were brave. And I wasn't. It's a few tears. I wasn't murdered at the end of it. So, no, no. Yeah, we, that's a positive. We sort of, we sort of passed. We did almost great, as the game said. You know, I've discovered something which is a bit disturbing. What's that? Uh, I've gone back and I've had a look at our results. You know, so oh, I yeah. wanted to crow like, and, and spout some <laughs> things how we did. Yeah. It's the second one's turned up as saying that we didn't solve the case. Now, oh. you and I were both there and it said we solved the case. Oh, before I did, I felt like we didn't. But then what I think, I felt like we didn't, but I wasn't looking at the screen. Yeah. Then you told me that we had. Yeah. And so I didn't feel like a f- total failure. That's right. So now you can actually feel like a failure. I can feel because like a failure. Oh, it turns that's out good. maybe we <laughs> didn't <laughs> solve it. Oh, so maybe we need to go back and do case two again. Mm. One day. Anyway, who would you who would you play this with, Matt? It's, you know what? Like, um, well, the age recommendation is sixteen plus, and I think oh. that's. A bit high. Yeah. I mean, and again, the only reason why the 16 plus is there is because but of the themes and things like that. Well, we didn't hit any no, real adult but themes, did we? That were we didn't nasty? really, but that's not to say that there isn't any coming up in the future cases. It wasn't cases. sweary or anything like that? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, like we said, we were no. speaking for case one and two, yeah. but we sort of road tested it with, you know, there was you, me, and we had um, my wife played 
and uh, I think it was a bit too. Felt it looked like she was finding a bit of a struggle, like it was but a bit yeah, too it was dense. Late at night. Yeah, you, it's like we're asking you to concentrate hard after a hard day's work. It's like right now, you've got to work for Antares and get this this case solved. Um, you, and my son, who's thirteen, yeah. he was quite he was ha- quite happy with it, and he enjoyed the hunting around for stuff on yeah. the iPad. So the mistake we made there was is that Travis only joined us on the second case, yeah. so he was g- hashing over information that we discovered from the first case on telling us it all over again yeah so and we had to be all like oh, we, we had know. to be nice we know that guy yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> oh what a great piece of information you've just uncovered for us again so it's almost uh, like yeah. a legacy game you need to bring people along with for the entire ride you definitely know, perhaps definitely yeah. i mean no, it's not it's not too bad I, I think you know for experienced gamers like say if we had if we had aaron along that night we could just go okay this is the basic background story yeah. and sort of filled him in off of the page even yeah. talking through it probably help us remember what you know more clearly yeah. what case two sure. might rely on case one for yeah. um my my eight-year-old daughter was just couldn't engage. Couldn't engage <laughs> no. with it. I mean, she was wanting to do, no. wanting to know the story, but yeah, that, that was a bit beyond her. So I'd say 16 is a bit high. Yeah. Um, 12, 13 yeah. year olds, if, if probably you've fine. Got, if you've got 12, 13 year olds, I think, who are into story driven you know, experiences, then. And, and like, ca- like puzzle solving. You need some good comprehension. I think yeah. some good comprehension skills and being able to read the reads the read between, between the lines, the lines yeah, yeah. subtext and whatnot. So I think those are important important if you're going to have a group. But if you're going to have a group play, then if you've at least got a couple of people in the group that can have got that covered, then I think you'll be all right. Uh, now Easter eggs. Oh, we didn't find these in the don't, unboxing. Don't, no, no, don't, I don't just don't say that. That's what I alluded to yeah. earlier on. But let's not say it. Yeah. I just said the game has Easter eggs. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. So that's awesome. Yeah. Just keep, uh, keep in mind that there are some cool surprises <laughs> coming your way. Yeah. Um, so what I think else? It's better, it's better for players to, to find them. Oh, find it for itself, yeah. for sure. Um, um, but, I yeah, I think, I think that's it. And necessarily gaming, if for people, we just sort of talk about the age category, but I don't think uh, you need to be overly experienced at playing a game to play this game. No. It's, it's like it says in the, in the book, it's pretty light on rules. Yep. Um, I think maybe if there's a gamer, if you're listening to this, you're probably the gamer that can run just about anybody through it. You're it. Just wants yep. to sit down and watch some, you know, solve some crimes. Like I keep saying, just give yourself an afternoon. You yeah, know? yeah. Don't, Get, yeah. don't try and do this tired. Yeah. Give yourself an afternoon to do it, not an evening, and plenty of hours. You know, you might sit down at one. You might, I mean, it says three hours. I think you just be leisurely about it. It might take you all the way up to, to tea time. <laughs> Uh, take breaks was a, a tip that they gave you. Uh, walk around, get walk a donut. Around, yep. Yeah, that's it. Go and uh, smoke too much. Go get some food. Get a smoking habit. If you don't smoke, start smoking. Go down to the uh, local Irish pub and have a beer. Wear a, wear a brown suit and mm. uh, get a hat. Yeah, get a hat and a yellow mm. tie and a white white shirt. I think that's that's all important. Um, is that it? Get a friend called Dano. Dano. Is that Hawaii Five-0? Book them, Dano. Yeah, that's Hawaii Five-0. Get a cool yeah. theme tune to start off your game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. Detective yeah. Modern Crime Board game. Um, yeah, get into it. I think it's, it's worth doing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. If, if, you, you like if, games you, that, if you like games that tell stories, and Ignatius is one of those, he wrote a book called Games That, play, make, that, that Tell Stories. Yeah. If you played Sherlock Holmes and liked it, or if you were thinking about Blue and Sherlock Holmes and you didn't, 
uh, give this one a crack uh, because I think this one's a little bit more uh, futuristic with the iPad and all that sort yeah. of stuff, and, yeah. and using the web Immersive. makes it feel like it's a little bit more open world in a certain in a way. Yeah, especially when you go down the rabbit hole of looking at um, World War Two references. Yeah, what happened in World War Two? Yeah. yeah, we learned some stuff there, didn't we? Yeah, huh. we did. All right. Well, that was uh, Detective, a modern crime board game. Uh, we're back right after this. It's a tools. It's a tools. What have we got, Matt? You got some news for us? I have. There's a very exciting thing has uh, happening. Yeah. Not quite yet. Not out yet. But it's Blood Rage. Oh, we've played that. Yeah. Already. We did it. We did yeah, it's coming out again. It's coming out again. Yep, it's being re-released. How is it being re-released this time, Matt? Digitally. Ooh. Yeah, it's coming out as uh, on Steam. Cool mini uh, or not? Cool mini or not? Do you get miniatures with it? You get miniatures that are digital. Oh, they digitized pre- miniatures. Pre-painted? <laughs> you have to paint them I yourself. don't know. I assume so. All the images I've seen so far don't have them painted. I know. But... I saw that as well. They're all grey, just like yeah, in the box. Yeah. Why digitally unpainted? They're putting highly sculpted digital miniatures on there, which would look really, really, really done nice. They, if they've if they three D modelled all their sculpts, yeah. If that's how they did them, basically they've just got those and just put them into the game. Yeah, that, that, and that's not it. Not even painted. <laughs> And use I the same know. artwork from the game. I don't know if they're going to be painted. But this is one of what they call a uh, – it's a flash quick start. Uh, flash flash Kickstarter. Okay, what does that mean? So it's up for a very short period of time, which you okay. can imagine, generally speaking, most of their campaigns last maybe 20 to 30 days. Right. So well, it's, it's got a week or something? Maybe. Like- I, I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, unless uh, – maybe it says somewhere, but – it. I haven't seen anything. It's going to be quick. Long. It's going to be quick. And when's it so starting? It's, it's starting December 3rd. December so 3rd. All right, so it's coming out a couple of days. Blood Rage the digital Kickstarter starts December 3rd. And is, say, is there any changes to it? Is it going to play pretty much the same, except that I suppose you can have all of the um, the extras that you could get in the Kickstarter or something? You, but you can... uh, they're, they're promising extra different sculpts for minis, uh, different okay. creatures, that, things like that. There's uh, a very... Is there's it on, a, played it online? Ones. Do you can play it online against people? Or is, or is it a... Well, it's played via Steam. So oh, okay. generally, I think that will be the case. So there'll be some sort of uh, play online. Like you, you and your um, your Star Realms and Never Ending Games with Aaron. Yeah, that's right. That, that we just get highlights of them that make sense to any of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Good stuff. So oh, there's that's that. an interesting, interesting thing. See how that, I'd love to see how that works out. I mean, I'm never going to get time to play that, but I'd like to see what the re-envisaging yeah. of Blood Rage on electronic format would be Well, like. it's not just... I mean, this is this looks like it might be the first one to sort of arrive, but uh, Call Mini or Not are also... They were also doing Zombicide as a digital version as well. Yeah, so. and I can see that. And that would be... You could have some cool um, cutscenes and... Well, for both games, you could. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind the idea for the for the heavy admin games, but I still prefer, I think, having the game in front of me mm. and uh, an app helping me do the admin. That I yeah. don't mind. I still want to. I still want to hold the minis. I still want to yeah, move them across enough. the table. But um, equally, it's it's fun to do if you're um you know if you want to play with a, a hobbit that lives back in England, let's say Riley, for example. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout yes. out to Riley. Yeah. Yeah. With his bushy big beard. He's, look, he's more Hobbit than Hobbit. You know that? 
You know that um, white zombie song, More Human Than Human? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is more Hobbit than Hobbit. It's Riley. That's him, all right. Riley Everts. <laughs> um, what we got? Um, oh, we've got uh, Ultimate Masters unboxing video stream coming up. Yes, yes. Now, I'm conveniently out of the country for this, which might be good for viewers, might be bad. Who knows? But what's going to happen is uh, Aaron, uh, well, we're getting our hands on a box of Ultimate Masters. We're going to be busting this box open so mm. people can tune in, see what see what we get, um, and also see what kind of stuff you get inside an Ultimate Masters box. Uh, Aaron's going to talk you through it. I think we might get Mishka involved uh, if he's free. Uh, so the two of them will open up a very expensive box of cards. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine you get cards in the box. Oh, yeah, box. but these are really nice, and they've gone over the top with um, some really choice cards from the from the history of magic okay. it's going to uh, be more more intense than a than the modern masters uh, are these the ones that been. have the art revisions like, oh they always have art revisions well you know all the times they have art revisions but they have box toppers yeah. and they've come out with a particularly ghastly tamagoy something that didn't need it was classic art yeah and they've changed that no one's really a fan i've never met anyone yet that's <laughs> gone Ooh, the new tamagoy fight's an improvement they made it more cartoony and ridiculous yeah and okay <laughs> what not That's a fan a but um they are going to be my god i think i saw the box topper tamagoyf is going for four hundred dollars for one card and it's brand wow. new you know so if you uh get one of those and everybody gets one you get a you get a box vault masters there's a box topper promo card in there oh, which enough. is going to be worth a small fortune uh, so i think there's I don't know if there's one of every kind. If there's thirty, I think I've heard there's thirty or forty of them. So yeah, collecting having that as a collection is uh, going to be a tricky thing. But oh, cool. Um, and it's going to be the last time that they're doing it for a while. They keep saying this is the last uh, master set that will happen. So that'll be good right. fun. Yeah, that can change the format. Yeah, and the key thing is you can get uh, you can pre-order uh, all of the Ultimate Masters cards from our sponsor, Good Games. Hmm. If you go to uh, Good Games online store, you can pre-order the. Um, the individual cards and also you can i well, i really recommend because it's a limited stock of um ultimate masters all around all across the world get to your local good game store get your name on a box now if if that's what, something you're going to want it's not something you can wait a month for and then and think <laughs> about doing okay, uh, and enough. i think i think locally the good games cannington maybe good games mall as well are going to be doing ultimate masters um drafts so it's oh, going to be okay. well intense good fun wow. good fun stuff uh, well, so you got some well, stuff coming up on the yeah. On the this, uh, page. Well, we're we're done with this this month's painters challenge, the, right. the tale of four painters. Yeah. So we're going to tackle a new. Uh, we'll have a new month. Body painting. We'll see each what other. We'll see. Oh, with tiny G dub brushes. That could get messy. Uh, <laughs> well, although Dan was talking about uh, deciding whether or not he was going to buy some uh, expert brushes. Um, and I'm just happy with shitty old uh, G-Dub ones. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, always he's like to upskill his game. Just hey? go to the art supply and just get some Jacksons. I yeah. played, painted with a legit G-Dub brush in a long time. I was used to go down to the art store and just get their fine stuff because it, <laughs> it was quality stuff. If if I was to actually get some decent brushes, then maybe I'd, I'd level up my painting ability nah, a little you, bit. But You know what you're forgetting, though? You've got old. I went to do some mini painting <laughs> after maybe taking a break for five years and I couldn't bloody see. And I've got my glasses on and everything and I had to get one of those little, you know, <laughs> things that hold on to your miniature yeah. and it has a magnifying glass in front of it. Yeah, I was yeah. using that and I felt like I was about 800 years old. The last um, the last scene. D&D mini I, I painted for myself was a little halfling 
and mm. you know how small halflings are generally. Yeah. This thing was absolutely tiny, and and I did it all without the magnifying glass. And yeah, I, I struggled. Yeah. It, it's not my best work, but just purely because it's so freaking small. Oh, I, I, but, I, we we did the we did those uh, the Walking Dead, yeah, the Mantic Walking Dead. I'm still working good. on those. Yeah, are you? Yeah, but they're 32 mil. So. Oh, you've got different ones though. Because we, I, whole, I got two we different whole, ones. Remember, we sat down and did the whole yeah. the whole starter kit. Yeah, I painted some of the expansions. I'm, I'm quite happy with those. They yeah, look really yeah, good. good. But good um, yeah, so look out for a new a new post will come yeah. up very soon. And get involved with that and yeah. give some feedback to colouring and uh, and what you've done and what you yeah. use and all that sort of stuff. Lyle uh, actually posted a photo on there of some stuff that he was He's inspired to paint. Yeah, and it was very nice. It was actually the miniatures from uh, Stuff Fables. Oh yeah, so they yeah, are nice to paint. Yeah. Just their large surfaces. Yeah. They're very much like the Arca- Arcadia Quest style. Yeah, you know, sort of style so, stuff. So tune in for that. Mm. Hey, oh, if if you do, and we we'll, we'll talk about it. And if we do, we'll uh, you know we'll be able to send you out a, a badge as well. If you contact us at podcast sure. at sevenlinehand But before we get too far ahead of ourselves and crash into the end of the show, we're going to give away this month. We're we giving away a copy of. Century Spice Road. <laughs> Century Spice Road, exactly. Yeah. And um, uh, we're, we're only giving away the, the, the first one, aren't we? It's not the oh, second yeah, one. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. the first one. And, um, yeah, there was a lot of, lot of comments came into this, this month. People have slowed down a little bit on the comments. It's maybe a good chance to get back in because we'll be giving away a copy of Detective. So get back in now. Well, you know, people are, yeah. people are Do you think, sort of... Is that an indica- indication perhaps of the game or is it an indication of that... that uh, I challenged them too hard by saying spice puns. Yeah, that's it. So and maybe, then, maybe and we then, won't scare them off. Well, what happened was um, I said spice puns and then Troy Cleary came in, as he always does, with some quality content. That's true. He does do very good stuff. And, but he used a couple of herbs. And at that point in time, <laughs> I just recorded, you know, Century Spice Road and I was a spice expert and I was like, no, no, no. There's a difference. You if, I, if we ask for spice puns, don't start telling me about is there time for this, that, and the other, or cumin back no. for more. No, no, no. They're hurt. Well, cumin, cumin is, is a spice. spice but, it's a spice. But yeah, no, none of this time shit. Yeah. What else happened? <laughs> uh, he even said, have you heard of it? No, Troy. No. That's a herb, <laughs> not a spice. So I'm However. Mar- marjoram. That's marjoram. Marjoram. Yeah. However, the uh, the boffins at Good Games HQ aren't so discerning. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I thought maybe I'd put people off by going, come on, try, lift your game, mate. We know you got it in there, <laughs> you know. You're usually, you know, holding up this whole competition thing every month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, before, yes, yeah, so the, the GGs weren't uh, as discerning. They did pick a winner. Yep. But we did want to shine a light on Eli Windacross. He said, I have no spice puns, but I offer memes. He controls the memes, controls the universe. And then he, he posted a picture of, um, oh, crap, I've forgotten his name. Ramsey. Gordon yeah, Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. Yep. Uh, going off Losing that his meme. nut. Uh, this dish is so full of spice. House Harkonnen has established mining operations. Which is great if you're a follower of Gene. Yeah, which I don't know anything about, but Matt tells me that's very funny. <laughs> yes. Um, but who did win? Who did win this month? Who did win? Well, the winner, as was handed across to us, is, we assume, well, is Dean. Dean Glavas. Dean Glavas, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry if I've pronounced your name wrong, Dean, but... Or it's D-E-N-E. Dean Glavis, yeah. Dean Glavis. And he said, I love playing Concordia, but my friends are always salty when they lose. I don't know how to help them have a good time. I just keep peppering them with suggestions. But they seem a bit ginger to give it another go. They're cooming over this weekend, so I hope I can change their minds. 
Very nice. Yeah, you got, got into the flavour of things. And good to see. I think uh, Dean's a, a, a new winner. Uh, yeah. So he'll be getting a copy of Century Spice Road. We'll be in touch to tell him how to Just get that. Just in time for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Good, happy Christmas. Which is awesome. Um, so what we got happening? Uh, we've got, uh, well, the Ultimate Masters chats will be up in the next episode. So after I get back from my overseas jaunt, I'll get back, get together with the guys, find out what happened in the box, find out how it's playing yep. in drafts. That'll be good fun. And then next month, because I'm away for a while, and because uh, because it's Christmas, yeah, coming up to New Year's, we picked a. Uh, we'll be full of turkey. We thought we'd do a few small games yeah. that we consider to be classic, classic party, and especially ones that we play a lot around Christmas time. Yeah, so we're definitely going to do one night ultimate werewolf. Yes, because we've played that to death, and uh, we could probably have a bit of fun with that. Mm-hmm. And, we, and one other, one we haven't other. decided on the one other yet. That's right. Mm. So okay. I don't know. Maybe look for an unboxing to happen, perhaps, yeah. or we'll see. Oh, I've said here, uh, One Night Ultimate Wealth because it's Christmas and One Night Ultimate Wealth is the king of family fun, lying and lynching. <laughs> you can't lynch your family at Christmas time. Really, has it been Christmas? <laughs> That's true. Too true, too true. Hey, that was all right. We got uh, a copy of Century Spice Road out to Dean. He's a new, new winner. And uh, like we said last month, I think it's all about getting into the uh, the sequels for that game as well. You can just... Yeah. I think you might start yeah. a... Uh, we'll put him onto the... Onto the, uh, the trilogy of... Put him onto the Spice Road and uh, to the other games. Yeah. Perhaps. All right, have you got, you got anything planned while I'm away? What are you going to do uh, free time? Gonna do? Well, uh, now that Blood Bowl's finished, I'm going to get into The Walking Dead. So I've got a... F- I need, there's one I'm painting project right there. Yeah. Is to finish up enough minis to... Uh, enough zombies. Now, I've gone for the... Uh, I'm doing something strange. Uh, I'm, I've like decided to... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've decided to go with the monochrome black, white, grey... Zombies. Oh, as per the the comic book, sort of. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. On coloured, like on on painted bases, coloured bases. Right. Oh, so, so it's kind real, of like, real, real scenery bases. Correct. With, with black and white black zombies. And white. Okay. But then my heroes are all in colour. Uh, is that I, how the comic book is? No, it's not all at all. It's white. all black and white. But mm. but something stuck with me, and it was I was watching. Um, Z Nation, Z Nation, was it Z Nation? Yeah, Uh, on Netflix, which is a really, really, really bad zombie series. I like that Nazi submarine one that you just get here. And one of the things that they refer to, don't let me go grey. Okay. And it kind of stuck with oh, me because yeah. all the zombies are sort of green, greyish. Yeah, it's my rotting flesh look. Exactly. So don't let me go grey. And that kind of stuck with me. And I thought, well, yeah, okay. I'll, let me make these uh, zombies yeah. grey. Okay. It looks, I, I've done a couple of test models and I like the look, so I'm going to persist. You know with what it. I think would look cool is if you. Like, I like the black and white thing, black and white scenery, but uh, black and white, but do the scenery black and white as well. Yeah. So, like, put I the grass on that. there, put the sand on there, put a few rocks in there, then undercoat it. Yeah. And get it all all white, whatever you're starting yeah. with, and then paint it up, and that would look so cool. Because doing the bases really hammers at home that it's it's a uh, an homage to the uh, the comic book. If I was really good at the fine line, you know, fine line painting, to do, yeah, like to, to, some to edges, it, yeah, it'd be hard to do the edging on it though, because Ooh, when okay. you spin it, the edges would uh, in the wrong place. Yeah, hmm. yeah. 
Anyway, so, this is so what the painting Facebook theme uh, is all about, you know. So, if yeah, you, as, as listeners, get on there, show us some what you've been painting, and any of your cool ideas you've had, maybe along the lines of black and white Walking Dead, dead yeah. minis. So, I think that'll keep me that'll keep me busy. Yeah, um, until I'll Santa also gets here. Keyforge. I'm going to get into a bit of Keyforge as well. Yeah, I think I'll have to get a deck, and uh, you'll have to teach me how to play. Yeah, I, I want to try and crack that, crack the uh, the dirtiest name deck. If I can, <laughs> which is just a, which is a reason well, to. Well, you want of, one that's going to get banned. Yeah, yeah. So so I want to get, get, get the one that gets banned so that I yeah. can say, so, you know, uh, I think uh, Wizards were, uh, not Wizards, um, Fantasy Flight are offering to, if you have one that's on the ban list or if you have one that's uh, yeah. you know, suspectly named, you can send it back to them and they'll send you a couple of decks in return. Which I heard nobody is doing. No, because everyone, yeah, yeah, they'll be every, big they're, after they're putting, them on, they're putting them on eBay. Yeah. Because if they've got a dirty name or a band name, they go on eBay for There'll be someone decks. that wants to buy it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think I'm interested. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I'll give that a go. Well, that will call that a pod, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for some Ultimate Masters talk. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk Christmas across Christmas Day. Yes, we'll All right. have our. I think getting ever closer to our uh, pizza and beer and pizza. I don't, know pizza show. I don't know how we can organise that. See how we go. So much to organise. Will we just slag off everything? No, don't. That's bad. We like. We've never done that. Donald Trump. Oh, we've well, doing that all year round. Hmm. Oh, he might be out of office in a few. Anyway, changing subjects. <laughs> yes, this is an NPR, is it? No. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. All right, that was it. Good night. Good night.